Thank you for choosing to listen to this message. At Coastal, we believe in changing and enriching lives through the power of the Word. We pray that this message would be a blessing to you. Actually, it worked out good, you know. I, I, I thought it worked out good, so. <laughs> okay, amen. Um, but we want it to work for us, okay? And by, by work, I mean uh, that you would, number one, you would learn Luke's message peculiar. Uh, not that the message is peculiar, but it's peculiar in terms of what other people are doing. And we'll try to point that out as, as, as we uh, go along. And the other thing, of course, is to, uh, as Val prayed there, to help us along on our journey of following Jesus Christ. And the more we learn about him, the more we learn about his word, I think the better uh, we, can, we can do with that. Um, I thought we'd do, by way of introduction tonight, uh, uh, one of the uh, passages that is um, necessary if you're studying Acts or if you're studying Luke, and that is where Luke joins the missionary party of Paul. And uh, that is, uh, we, we, have it, we have it down, is in Acts, under introduction, there, is that it? Yeah, uh, Acts 16.10, and you, you have to follow it. Now, Luke is, you know, Luke is writing Acts as well, okay? So he's writing Acts, <clears throat> and after Paul had seen the vision, Paul had a, had a, a vision, and uh, there was a man in Macedonia in the vision says, come over and help us. That's what he saw. And uh, this is when the gospel goes from Asia Minor to Europe, uh, the uh, continent of Europe. And uh, so uh, they, they concluded that God had called us to preach the gospel unto them. Uh, but what it is is he uses the word we for the first time in the book of Acts in this verse, which is a first-person plural, meaning he is now part of the missionary group. I know it sounds like you're, you're, you're nitpicking when you do that, but sometimes uh, things are made understandable if, if you know that. So uh, that is, uh, it, it's a, of course, it's a, it's a famous... Oh, and, and by the way, the, all, all the man in Macedonia in the vision asked for, what did he ask for? Help. Come over and help us. They interpreted that is to go preach the gospel to them. Now, that tells you a lot right there. So if you don't know what people need, one of the things they need is they need the gospel. Okay, I'm just saying, and that's, that was their premise. Uh, and so uh, they, they would take the gospel to them, okay? And he uses... The first person plural we, and and you know that. Okay, that's uh, one text I want to do by way of introduction. Hope to give you something uh, unique about the book as we go. The other one is Luke nineteen ten. It w- very often is called the golden text of Luke. 
in which Jesus says in the shortest and plainest language his mission. So the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Okay, you see, he sums it up right there. By the way, that's uh, told, that is mentioned in one of the unique stories of Luke about Jesus, and I think that's Zacchaeus, I think. Uh, Luke 19.10, called the golden text of Luke. Many uh, uh, writers just call that the golden text. It really sums it up. You know, you look for something that just kind of sums up the whole book and uh, let Jesus sum it up in, in just uh, one, one major sentence, okay? Okay, t- uh, tonight we got, uh, we got the uh, shepherds and the angels uh, coming and making their appearance, okay? Um, yeah, let's do this first, okay? I, I talked to several people about the book, okay, and I checked things out, and, and then it started appearing here and there. This area where Jesus is born was a place where the lambs were raised that they used in sacrifice in the temple. Just, just the area, okay? It will uh, talk about uh, David, too, uh, which gives us, again, uh, a glimpse of this being the area. So w- what you have, and I think Luke intends this, by the way, what you have is the, the shepherds who are raising the sacrificial lambs for the temple are the first ones to come and see the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And I think he intends that for us to put two and two together and come up with with four, okay? Uh, So uh, let's let's begin then with with the uh, call of of the shepherds. And there were shepherds lying out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were terrified. Yeah, if I'm out in the hill country there, sleepy night taking care of sheep, and here comes the angel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Uh, we, I'm, I'm in another class, and we were, we were talking about when God shows up. And here you got one of those where I know it's the angels, okay, but but God shows up for them, and and they say, well, what's what's your number one response? And I I give that little thought. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, what would, what's your number one response when God, if God shows up? And what would, what would be your number one? Somebody want to just go, go ahead. Yeah. Alex. What is the last day of my life? <laughs> well, you've got questions. Yeah. No. Yeah, you've got questions. Yeah, good. Someone else? Yeah, Becky. Oh, great, yeah. 
Yeah. Which, which, yeah, watch your response if, if God shows up. Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of putting those two together, okay? Like the angel of the Lord, you have that in the Old Testament and that kind of thing. So I'm kind of putting the two together, okay? And, yeah. Well, that, that, that's, uh, yeah, that is that is pretty um, generally understood, like especially in the, in the Old Testament, not so much in the New Testament. But yeah, if if you see God, you die. Yeah, that's kind of a kind of thing. I I usually these guys. Have, oh yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, if you take in the context of the time frame we're talking about, God was a lot more active back then than he is now. And therefore, it probably would have been a little bit more. I mean, I still would have been terrified and thinking, yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I think you're right. And uh, that would be, which I've already mentioned, that would be one of the things I would be that I, uh, concerned about is that I'd be able to control my fears uh, and uh, keep from running off and doing something stupid. Anyway, but but you, you'll see that their their first response is they're they're terrified, but they're out there doing their job, and very often God will break in when you're doing your job. Remember, I think it was Zacharias. Uh, uh, the, the message came to him while he was serving in the temple. God's message came to him. God gave him a visitation through the, the angel Gabriel. Okay. Uh, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid, and which is common. You know, Jesus, when he walks on water, you know, don't be, don't, don't be afraid now. Hang in there. You know, we, we got this. And uh, so yes, try to control your fears. Try to control your fears. Uh, Paul uh, talk to the church, says, uh, uh, be terrified of nothing. I mean, doesn't, don't let anything pop up on you and scare you. You know, learn, learn to control your fears and, uh, and hang in there. Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find the babe wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And they, they, they knew what that would be. That would, would be like a horse trough and that kind of thing. Now, here's a, here's a, here's a pop quiz for you. Who comes to visit Jesus in Matthew? Yeah, who comes to visit? Who? Yes, I, I don't know who, where that's coming from, but they, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The wise men, or or the magi, uh, they come. Uh, the shepherds are the bottom of the economic level. They're the bottom of the social order, and they're. 
generally treated like contemptible people. Don't have anything to do with them. They're like gypsies. They're thieferies, and you don't want them around. That's just the way they would treat shepherds. But here, for Luke, he says, these are the first people that come to visit Jesus the baby. In Matthew, it is the upper crust, the higher-ups on the economic level and uh, social order. Not for Luke. Luke, it is who? The shepherds are, are called in uh, to uh, visit and uh, celebrate Jesus. And I think, again, I'm hoping I'm not stretching too much here, but I, I think God is like telling humanity, my son will be praised when he arrives even if it's only the shepherds that do it. But, and the reason I say it is because one, one, one place, uh, Jesus says, if they don't shout out, the stones, yeah, the stones themselves will shout out. It's almost like he will be praised. And, and now who's going to do that but, but the shepherds? And this is just absolutely perfect for Luke. Uh, uh, to to record, okay? So this this will be a sign to you. So it, it it's a sign. And you know something too. I've been. Uh, do do you recognize greatness when you see it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to get an A, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> Try it. No, thank you. Thank. Thank you. But, but, but there are people who, who, who can't tell greatness when they see it. And then there are those who, who can see it, but they may not be able to articulate it or to take it apart and understand it and that kind of thing, okay? And uh, we'll, we'll run into that. Uh, again, I hope I, I remember to point that out, out to you. So if, if you see greatness, and just because you don't understand every fact, you, you, you recognize it, and, and you honor it, and, and, uh, and you say, oh, yeah, something going on here. I may not know what it is, and I'll be able to figure it out, but something going on here, and it might be a sense of greatness in your presence, okay? Um, all right, let's go to our next uh, reading here. <clears throat> suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appear with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those to whom his favor rests. When the angels had left, they had gone into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so what they used a real good sense to do what? Let's follow up on what we've been told. And, and sure enough, uh, of, of course, they, they, uh, they find Jesus. Um, Bethlehem is made up of two words. One is bread and one is house. So you have house of bread, 
Beth is a house. Lahem is, uh, is bread. So you, you have the house of bread. This is the same area in which King David comes from. Um, many of you might remember when the great, I, I just love this character, Samuel. He's a transitional character. He's a prophet, and he's a priest. He's a transitional character. He's going to help Israel, the Israel nation, to uh, transform itself from just a confederate, uh, just a loose federation of tribes, which is what they were, and they are going to need to become a nation to coalesce around a king, which is the only government that they knew at that time anyway. And David is going to be the favored king. So he goes to, the, we, they, they had Saul, but he was such a dismal failure. You know, you've got to do, what do you do with Saul? You know, I don't know. Not good. It's ugly. You touch it, you get hurt. You know, you just, you don't know what to do with it. Just. So he goes to the house of Jesse, David's father, to anoint David. But he doesn't know who it is. His instructions were, to go there and anoint the next king of Israel. And, you know, you got to keep that quiet uh, because if somebody finds out about their, their assassination would be first thing on their mind is to assassinate him. So you got to keep it all on the, on, the, on the quiet. And so he goes to the house, and, and, and Jesse says, Oh, yeah, I, I got my sons here. And he says, Well, I'm going to pick one out to be king. And, and he Looks at it, one, two, three, and he looks at seven of them. He says, the Lord's turned all seven of these down. Is this all the sons you have? Oh, no. We have one more. And what's he doing? He's out tending the sheep. And that's in this area here. Well, he, come, he comes in and, uh, and, he, and he gets anointed. But that's all. It's around this area. That's that is the that's the big thing. And into that area is born Jesus Christ. And now he'll change everything. He will change everything. Okay, how far do we go with that? Uh, mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. If I can find my. This isn't really significant, but it just dawned on me. For 400 years, the Lord didn't speak. And within the last year and a half, look what's happened. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, just that was just an opportunity. I'm so glad you did that. I'm so glad you did that. I had that. Yeah. Um, we were just chatting about that before we started tonight. And, that, oh, that's a big thing that came up. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, if, if, if you don't understand what she's saying... God had been quiet for 400 years, and now he is, yeah, and he's doing something that nobody suspect. Amen. Can you see that looking back on, I thank God we got all these Bibles and preachers and 
to help us help us along our way because boy, I've never got this by my by myself. You know, I, it's just what God is doing is just absolutely fantastic that He's visiting us in His person, yeah, personally visiting us in His Son Jesus Christ, which is Him. It's just uh, it's just fabulous. So, uh, and of course, the the next thing I think about as soon as I think about that, is I think about oh my. I wonder what the next step will be. Well, if they couldn't imagine this step, and it takes us all this to, to work it out and figure it out, oh my, I wonder what that next step will be. Oh, wow. Okay, let's, uh, let's go to, uh, we, did we do? Oh, so they hurried and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Amen and amen. But you see, now Mary's just, just a young, very young woman here. And she may not be able to make sense of it, but what does she do with those things? Something miraculous is happening. I'll keep it on my heart until I figure it out. And that's, and that's where she will be. She will, she will ponder this and and try to understand what God is doing uh, in, in her day. Does that sound like us? Try to figure out what God is doing in our day and join in. And, and, uh, and the shepherds go back, and they're a pretty happy group because they have found uh, the, the Christ, which they had been pointed toward uh, by, by the angels, and, and they, had found, they had found him. Okay, so that is, uh, according to Luke now, uh, that's the uh, birth of Jesus and the visitation of, of the angels. Hmm. Okay, two, uh, number, number three, uh, Jesus is presented in the temple. Actually, it was around the temple uh, that uh, we, we were talking about that, that the, the glory of God was not in the temple for 400 years, and now Jesus is going to make a visit then uh, to the temple here. All right. <clears throat> so they hurried off and found Mary and Joe. Oh, though, that's our, yeah, that's the shepherds there. Let's go on. Oh, yeah. On the eighth day, who knows what happens on the eighth day? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> okay, so uh, can you imagine why the eighth day? And I know. Is it? Oh, you now you guys are doing this scientific stuff on me. I don't know. I I I was just going because eight is the number of new. Seven complete, the next number is the all things new. 
So uh, here, here you get all things new. Okay. All right. David was number eight in the line. All things new. All things new. So he, he's going to be uh, circumcised, circumcised the child on the eighth day. Uh, he, he was named Jesus, the name the angels had given him before he was conceived. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Well, well, you make out of that that they're following as best they can the customs to the letter of the law. And Luke, remember, Luke is a Gentile, the only Gentile writer, and he, has, he, he makes sure that you understand meticulously that every jot and tittle of the law is being covered by Jesus Christ and his family. It's, it's like, you know, very, very important here. Uh, so you've got uh, two major things. You've got the circumcision of, of the child, right? And then you've got the purification rites, whatever that was. I, I think it's like a couple of doves or, you know, that, that kind of thing. Uh, so uh, there's the, the, the purification rites. As it is written in the law, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord. If that belongs to the Lord, some sacrifice and consecration of, of the child has to be done. And to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law uh, of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. There, I, re I remember, I, I thought it was two birds, uh, was, was part of... Uh, of the ritual of purification. So you, I think you have three things. That then you have the uh, circumcision of the child is, is fulfilled. Uh, then you have purification, and then you have dedication of the first, firstborn. And, and so you have, have that all bundled up there, and that is, again, showing that they are following the law to the letter, trying to fulfill the requirements of Moses. Okay, now, is it, is it Simeon next? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, now, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon who was righteous and devout, and he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And so he, he knew something. He was looking ahead to what God was doing, and he understood uh, because the Holy Spirit had taught him that he would live long enough to see what God was doing in terms of the Messiah. What a blessing, amen? And I, I would assume after this, it doesn't say this uh, outright, okay, but I assume after this he says, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I, 
I, I'm just assuming, yeah. Uh, but uh, so here, Mary and Joseph uh, take their first two to the temple, and they fulfill all the law that they need to fulfill. And then here comes the guy saying, this is the Messiah. And he recognizes Jesus as the Messiah. He's led by the Holy Spirit to understand who it is. But he, he, he says, here's, here's the Messiah before us. So uh, he's, he's presented there and recognized there by Simeon. Okay, let's go to the next one. Our next slide. Simon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles and glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. And so uh, Simeon is, is fulfilled now. Uh, he, he's serving in the temple. He understands Messiah's coming. He understands he's going to be able to see it uh, while he's alive and uh and here now it is, it is taking place in front of him. Wow, what, what a go-getter. Okay, let's go for our next one. And Simeon blessed, blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause a falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own, your your soul too. And uh, that is when uh, the uh, blessing and cursing seems to come together. Uh, the blessing is you you get to raise the Messiah, and the curse is he's going to die uh, on a cross as the savior of the world. And and so uh, the the blessing and cursing seem seem to come come together. Uh, it's uh, like saying I got good news and I got bad news. And uh, and and as you've lived long enough, you know that most of life is just that way. It's good news and it's bad news. And what what seems to bless you today will be a burden to you tomorrow. And what seems to be a burden today becomes a blessing tomorrow. It it just uh, the normal course, a uh, course of life. But God's breaking in now and is going to intensify everything for them. Uh, can you see this couple? I'm now Joseph may have a few years on him, okay, but Mary doesn't. I mean, she's just a youngster, and I mean, you can just see this. What a whirlwind deal there. They, they got, okay. When they tell you kids will change your life, <laughs> even for, you know, even for us, you know, kids change your life. Uh, that, 
And once you're in, you never get out. <laughs> no, actually, no, Jerry, we got great grandkids now. Oh, by the way, we got one coming as we speak here. She may be a, Magnolia is on her way. She, she's on the launch pad, okay? She's ready to go. I pray everything's all right with her. This is their third one, too, and uh, they, they said they want to have six of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when it says the entire world, there's a couple of places I should have. Thanks, Frank. I should have brought that out. Uh, where it says the entire world as well. Remember, the message is not just to the Jewish people. Many of them saw it just for the Jewish people, uh, but it is for the entire world, yeah, yeah. And we, again, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't have the foggiest idea how that would work out if you were in the temple there, but it will. God has a way of, of doing, doing these things, yeah, and, and making them work out, yeah. And the sword will uh, pierce... Uh, Okay, let's go to Anna's next, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, there was also a, a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penel. Let me say a word here. I, honest, I don't know where people's heads are when they talk about women not being able to be preachers. I was, pre I, I was pastoring a Baptist church. And they had the uh, Southern Baptist Convention in, in St. Louis. We just crossed the river from us, about 30 miles away. I didn't go. I was busy. <laughs> so they vote that women cannot be pastors. They actually took a vote on that. And one of the church members, St. God, and what a darling lady, she's shaking hands with me after the sermon. She said, Barry, Please tell us we're not sending money to the Southern Baptist Convention. I thought <laughs> no, no, that was really good. She was really good. <laughs> it, it was really, it, but it was a big deal. Oh, it was a big deal. Yeah. And here you, 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 you have this all the time in the, that, <laughs> that pesky Bible. <laughs> you you have this all the time, you know, where where women take leading roles, and and here this is a prophet. Uh, I I think we try to put a feminine twist to that prophetess or some, but but uh, there's there she is, the daughter of Pen, Penuel or what, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. Uh, she, she never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying, coming to them at the, that very moment. She gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Um, and and you'll, see, you'll see that... Um, just you know, the, the city um, mentioned there, but but it, it it would be more like when you read in Revelation, uh, New Jerusalem coming down out of heaven. It's, it's a, yeah, it's 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 everything. It, it it isn't just the city of Jerusalem, but uh, but all all about that. Okay. <clears throat> 
uh, there, there she was. Uh, Anna now, it comes and chimes in, and what is she? She gives witness to what God is doing in Jesus Christ, as Simeon did. Uh, <clears throat> when Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. There's another passage like this. We'll probably get to it tonight, okay? It's, number, it's uh, verse 52. But it wants to point out what does Jesus do? He is growing. And you know, uh, what is that, uh, what they call it? If, the, if a child is not growing properly, they call it a failure to thrive. Isn't that the way you say it? A failure to thrive. Jesus is thriving. And that's what, it, that's what Luke wants to point out to you, that he is growing like other kids grow. He is going through all the changes and states that you go through. He's not going to miss anything. God is doing something different. And he is doing something in Jesus Christ that had not been done before. And that is to be present with humanity by being a man. Or, that's not a good way to put it. By being a human. I think it's better, better wording on that. Uh, and, and so uh, so, you, so you get that. Now, how does he grow? He's growing Strong, physically fit, young man, young man, okay? He is filled with what? He is learning mentally. He's, he's learning mentally. We're, we're, we're going to uh, hit that again. But he, he's wisdom. He's, he's learning mentally. Maybe something like cause and effect and how to live in the world. He, he's, he's, he's learning how to do that. Not easy to do that. And the grace of God was on him. And, okay, there was, a, there was a special grace on, on this child uh, that uh, you, if you look for it, you might not understand it, but you, you, you could see it. So you you want to? Don't you do that with kids anyway? You, you oh, I wonder what this child will be. <laughs> we wish we would try to keep that Alex on the good side. Okay. Oh, on the good side. Okay. Yes. Yeah. body, the soul, which is the mind, the will, and the emotions, and the spirit. And that's what we all need, the triune God, the body, the soul, and the spirit. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And he, he's not missing out on any of that. He's not missing out on any of that, okay? That's going to come up again because Luke wants to drive this home to you. It's a real human being. This is a real person, and it is God present with us. Okay? Drive that home to you. All right. Let's go to uh, 
Now we got an, another incident. I think this is right. Yeah, another. Yeah, well, another incident. Uh, every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival, the Passover. And what does that tell you? Here they are again, fulfilling everything the law requires, and then some. And so, and they're they're making sure that this child has a religious upbringing. They they don't want to miss a thing. Okay. Uh, when he was twelve years old, what happens at twelve years old? Bar mitzvah. What does that mean? He, he considered an adult now. And you'll see he'll take his place in, in seating with the, with the adults in just, just a little bit here. Uh, you'll see him do that. Uh, but, but it's it. Now, what? He's hit another stage in life. And you, and you go through those stages if you are a real human being and you... <laughs> You, you go through those stages, okay? It's, it's, it's part of life. Sometimes when we're adolescents, we think something of the body snatcher is uh, here, you know, just <coughs> playing havoc with me, okay? That's the way it is. That's just, I, why it was meant that way, I do not know. But that's the, that's the way it is. And where's he at? That's where he is. He's, he's in the midst of this. But, but now he's going to be recognized as an adult. They're 12 years old, who went up the festival according to the, the custom. All the customs are being followed, all of them. Uh, after the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled for a day and then began looking for him among their relatives and friends, when they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. Now, let's not be too critical of Mary. <laughs> let's not be too critical. Let me, let's let me, uh, I know they're not watching him. Well, he's, he's an adult. I, I shouldn't say he's an adult, but he's right there. He's considered that. He's 12 years old. They, they all know that. It was probably a caravan is how they traveled. And, and uh, I know I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to stretch this too much. Well, <laughs> this wasn't a confessional time, Jerry, but that's all right. We'll take it. <laughs> and one might say this is why men were not supposed to take care of babies, but anyway. All right, but uh, so, and the women usually left early uh, but before the men uh, be because uh, the, the men will walk faster and they'll catch up with them by, by evening, okay? And you had to have these groups that, that go together because this was dangerous. Robbers and it was dangerous. It was very dangerous. And so the, that's the, the, the caravan would leave, and uh, Mary would think, well, he's with Joseph, or he's with his cousins, because, you know, you, the, the, 
You can imagine our cousins the coolest people. They are. They are just the coolest people. You know, they go home after a visit. They'll stay with you, uh, but they're fun while they're there. I, I, yeah, I know it was always exciting to have your cousins come over. And so I could see that, you know, he's playing with his cousins. And so they're, I don't know. And then that night, the caravan all gets together, and we don't have Jesus. So we... So we, 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 we travel the day, we stay the night, we travel the next day to get back there. So, you know, three days, not, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, you almost get that in here. Uh, so, yeah, don't let us overlook that, okay, to, when, when we get to it, okay? So, uh, so, so here, here they are, and they, they left him behind. They didn't notice he wasn't or whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. They they we did we did all that didn't we? They went back to Jerusalem looking for him. Okay. And after three days, they found him in the temple court, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. Boy, that's a that's a person who wants to soak up knowledge. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, there, there are people who tell you that, um, that the only thing you're limited to is ma- asking the right questions, to, to, to work on getting those uh, questions right. And if you can ask the right questions, you'll be able to uh, find the answer uh, to it. But anyway, yeah, I, I, just, I just see him. This is just a great compliment toward him. Um, uh, Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. It's just like a mother to take this person away. (laughs) It really is. Us guys, we don't take that person away. You know, the little kid. Needs a little pat on the back, no matter how high or how low it is or how hard it is. <laughs> and let's get on with it, okay? But no, the mother takes this as a personal affront. Her feelings have been hurt. You, can, you, can you see that? Son, why have you treated us like this? See? Uh, and and that, uh, that's the mother's response to this. And uh, we've been anxiously searching, searching for you. Okay, let's, why were you searching for me, he asked. Did you know I had to be about my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. I can, I, I can uh, uh, sympathize with Mary and Joe's not understanding this. Okay, this is, this is coming out of left field so so far to, to, to try to grasp what God is doing here. This is, you know, this takes, this takes time. Amen. Um, with all the help, uh, but they did not ascend. And they went down to Nazareth. Uh, oh, no, he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. 
just, uh, yeah, amen. Uh, let that soak into you, okay? Uh, he's not getting special treatment or anything here. And he, he is expected to be obedient. Uh, now, of course, he's going to be or is a normal boy. Okay? So, I mean, that has its own baggage with it. So, uh, but his mother treasured all these things in her heart. Now, there, you, see, you see there again, she, she may not understand it, but she knows that there's something really important going on here, and so she, she will keep those things, and, and at least until she can process them and understand them. Okay? And uh, that's the way we are. You know, we, we keep working on it, trying, trying to understand what God is doing, trying to understand our relationship with God and our relationship with others and that kind of thing, and we, and we, work, we work on that. Uh, so he treasured up all those things. The main thing is that you recognize that something important is going on. That's the main thing. Oh, my. You know you saw something. You know it was special. You don't know what exactly was. But at least, okay, you're on the right path. You're on the right path. It may take a while, but you're on the right path. Okay. And Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and favor with God and man. See that again? That's that, like that stamp, so you make sure that you get How's he growing now? He's growing mentally, wisdom, men, and stature. He's, he's growing up, normal. Okay? He, he's, he's growing up, so his, his stature is growing. He, and he is in favor with God, which means what? He's growing spiritually. As we should, amen? We should grow spiritually, as we should. And then uh, favor with man means social. You're, you're, you're growing social. I, I get a lowdown on all the kids and stuff because Joan's always with the kids back here. It's so important that children learn how to get along with other children. At least, I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to sweetly get along and not have fights or anything, but I mean at least there are other kids in the world to them, and they learn that. And then they have to learn to do give and take. To, but that's all part of their socialization and, 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 their, and their upbringing, and they need that. And very often, the church is the first place they start to get that. What is it? Somewhere around four, really, is, does somebody know? I, I, I better shut up because I'm going to step in something here that I don't need to be into. Okay. But you, 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 you need to grow socially. And the older you get, the more you need it and the harder it is. And us guys are the worst at it. Let her save your life. Okay? She said, uh, Barry, we need to go get together with our friends. I said, why? 
No, I know. But, but you have to, if you want to live the full life, what does Jesus do? He grew socially. He, and and if, if you need to work on that, work on that, okay? But there, there's, a, there's a good pattern of what happened to Jesus. He grew mentally, physically, spiritually, and socially. Luke wants to point that out to you. This is a real, live human being. He will not miss any part of the human experience. And which means he can understand me. And just when you need it most, he'll be there with some understanding for you. Just when you need it most. And he'll be able to tell you, I too went through that. And you can make it. Okay, we're done. We'll uh, pick up there. Uh, I, we're going, to, we're going, I think the next, the next is, uh, we're going to baptize, we're going to baptize Jesus, I think, next thing. So what, what I'm saying is we're going to actually get started in the ministry. Oh, uh, this at 12 years old, uh, Luke is the only one that gives us a glimpse at all of Jesus in what we would call boyhood. He's the only one that does it. The, um, Matthew has it somewhere. I think he's around two years old. Uh, so he goes up to two years old. You got, so you got some information there. Uh, but Luke is the only one that does it, uh, that gives us this particular look at those uh, adolescent years. Uh, but, of course, he wants to make sure now we understand that Jesus is experiencing all of what it means to be human. Okay. Let's thank God for our time. Lord, we thank you for your love toward us in your son, Jesus Christ, and that you would even be concerned at all about us, let alone send us Jesus. We thank you so much. Help us to understand him, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.